0: and welcome back to another episode of Elevate Love. My name is Arielle Lovett and I'm your host. I believe that two people are able to fall in love and love each other for who they are and feel accepted and have that beautiful loving relationship that fairy tale love that we all deserve. And we forget, we don't see it as as often anymore because we get caught up with all this negative stuff that's going around us and when there's this beautiful love in this world that is there and people have and so i'm here to emphasize that and show it and i get to interview these amazing couples this week i got to interview dawn and her husband richard wow are they awesome they very different story um well actually all the stories are different but their story started later in life and how God played a spirit whatever you may call that that source played a huge role in their relationship being able to um, be open and willing to accept what was right in front of them so let's take a listen and dive in with Don and Richard
1: hello girlfriend
0: hello (laughs) how are you Good. How you guys doing? Good. How did you two meet? Let's start.
1: It was actually through a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. Right. He Mm -hmm. was best friends.
2: Yeah, my best friend. His wife. Yeah. It's all her fault. No. No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He likes to
2: joke. I I, I tend to make. I'm sorry. Good.
1: His response is 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 that I'm thinking you are so full of it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So. So for me, it was one of my girlfriends who introduced us and it, and, and I had been praying for a Christian husband for about 13 years. And I know when women hear that, especially single women, they freak out because I think, oh my God, it's going to be 13 years before I meet my future husband. And I'm thinking, no, that was my journey, you know, because I, I always, always attracted the jerks, you know, who treated you like garbage and But I was part of that equation. So my journey was a lot different than Richard's journey. You know, I was single all my life and, you know, and I realized that I needed to look at myself first because I was obviously part of that equation, right? And so I'm like, okay, God, show me what I need to do to change me because I was allowing that those, type of men into my life. And I was so tired of it, Ariel. I was like, okay, I'm done. This is this I'm I need to change. And so I went on this journey with God and he just kept working on me and making me heal and whole again. Because when you are hurt that bad over all those years, you know, you have issues. <laughs> You know, I mean, it is what it is. And so my prayer, my prayer started out, Lord, bring me my Christian husband. (laughs) And then, uh, (laughs) right. And then it became more specific. And my prayer Mm -hmm. then became bring my, bring me my Christian husband, make it very clear that he's the one and take all others out of my life. And boy, I tell you, when you, when you get really specific with God, he does it. Yeah. it's hysterical. I mean, I don't know if I had shared this with Richard, but I had met this, this guy and literally he, I didn't know he was married, you know, the married man who hides that they're married. And so when we actually, I saw his ring after the fact. And so when he called me, I said, you know what, lose my number. I said, I'm not interested in dating a married man. And he's like, well, we're on the rocks. I said, and every ma- married ma- man says that. <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, come on, who are we kidding? But yeah. it was like so instantaneous. And God literally about, I think it was like a year later, he called me and said, okay, my, my wife and I are divorced. And we actually met for a drink and he wanted me to go back to his house. I'm thinking, okay, for a year, you've been waiting to take me out but now you want me to go back to your house and I don't even know you. Right. Yeah, and so yeah. I went to the bathroom and when I came out, he was gone. And I'm like, I love the God, the way he did that. It was like, so cool. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So with Richard, when, do you want to tell no, what happened? <laughs> tell your part. Cause I talk too much. Richard, come <laughs> on in.
0: Yeah. Tell me, tell me your side. <laughs>
2: i tend to be a bit quieter
1: we work really well together because i'm so like out there
2: so i was actually married this is going back to the early you know late 90s early 2000s i was married for nine years and the day before valentine's day in 2004 my wife who was 45 at the time passed away from a heart attack in the middle of the night
0: oh my gosh
2: right very yeah very shocking and of course it was, yeah, I, I was very blessed to have a, a close friend who, you know, I called him at six o'clock in the morning, I think it was, and he was literally at my house and within a half an hour and spent the entire day with me.
1: And that was Paul. Well, right? That was Paul.
2: Yeah. Right. Whose wife and ended up introducing us later <laughs> on. So, so yeah, I, you know, and he, he, he spent the whole day with me until my parents were able to fly down and yeah. be with me. Yeah. So yeah. And of course. It's one of those things where, you know, God just does some, it talks in the Bible about how he brings beauty out of ashes. And I wasn't thinking of, you know, at the time it was something that, you know, I'd never had that kind of loss in my life. And it was something, you know, just to try and walk through. And of course, just, you know, a big empty hole and stuff. And, you know, fortunately I did have some people around me who were, you know, helping me through it, but about, Six months later, I was over at my friend Paul's house and I don't know if it was his wife Kay or if it was him or, you know, she said, well, we have a friend. Do you think you we might you might you two might work together? (laughs) You you know, like I have a friend you might want to meet her and stuff like that. And I said, look, I'm going to grieve for at least a year and not do anything like that or make any decision. I'm going to grieve for a year and, you know, not make any sort of decisions or anything like that. And I think it was probably after 13 ish or 14, 13 or 14 months. I um, know the exact date after that. Yeah, <laughs> some kind of course, of
0: that. all of us women know the exact date guys. Exactly. Like what? I think it happened sometime yeah. in this well,
2: year. <laughs> I mean, his wife literally walked up to me with a phone number written on a piece of paper and you know, God told me to give this to you here. <laughs> so yeah, that yeah. was her number. And then, yeah. So on
1: my end, Kay had called me on February 14, 2004, and said, "We need you to pray for our friend Richard. His wife just passed." And at that moment, God, I heard God say to me, "He's the one." And it's, and I know some people might think that's crazy, but it actually happened. It it wasn't like audible; it was in my head. He said, "He's the one." And I was yeah. like, okay, well, I didn't tell her that, obviously, because that would be totally inappropriate. And so I said, oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll definitely be praying for him. So I started praying for him. And then it was probably in June of that same year, they told me, okay, she calls me up. She says, Dawn, we, we think you and Richard would really hit it off. And then I said, okay, I have to tell you what happened. <laughs> She's like, what? I said, when you called me to pray for him, I said, God told me he's the one. And she goes, shut up. Really? And I'm like, yeah, no, I I'm serious." I said, "You know, I didn't want to tell you that day. Cause I, that was totally inappropriate. And so she said, and so was about June time, she had said, she had told me what Richard had said, that he was going to grieve his wife for a year. And I, I said, you know what? that's the kind of man I want because he's someone who's, who takes his time to really, you know, heal from, from the loss of his wife, right? I, I said, that's the type of man I want. And so what God had placed on my heart was to pray for the both of us. And so my prayer was, Lord, if this truly is my husband, prepare me and prepare him. And so, and I think it was in, I don't know when, K gave you the, the phone number, but he ended up calling me 13 months after what passed. So it was in March of 2005 and we got together, it was March 18th that we got together. We met at Starbucks. So <laughs> I had no idea what he looked like, had no clue. Thank you, Lord, that he's good looking, <laughs> you know, because you want to be attracted to the person, right? Of I mean, course. It's very important. Yeah. It's very important. And I don't know what his first impression of me was, but I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. Was it hard waiting? Like those a year and a half or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Don. No, was it I because had, I mean you you yeah. No, you
1: know what, Ariel? I had such a sense of peace. Because I had obviously I was forty-five when I met him and I had a sense of peace that I'd never experienced before. I had such a sense of peace about, you know, just trusting that God, it was in God's hands. And I, I had surrendered that part, you know, to, to, to God. And, and that's when you have that peace. And so, yeah. Right.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, my, I, we met at a Starbucks not far from where she lived. Cause I'd, that I didn't want the first date to be like a whole dinner date or the bunch oh, of you know, cool. trying to make it as less stressful for both of us <laughs> as yeah. as possible. So we just met at Starbucks at uh, in Coral Springs. We must talk for maybe a couple hours.
1: I yeah, think. I think wow. so. Yeah, definitely. And he drove from Delray to Coral Springs for two years. I
2: drove. Yeah, we we, <laughs> we 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 met and then. I I called you. When did I call you again? Was it a, the very next day? I did call him next day.
1: He was he was so unlike any other guy. He, he called me every day. And he called me every day was when the anniversary of Julie. Oh no no no! I'm sorry, not Julie, but her birthday
0: that year. I
2: remember that? Which is an August, which was August So yeah. And Richard, so what was first, your first impression? I'm oh,
0: sorry.
2: My first impression was. I'm not, I tend not try and make any sort of judgment on uh, a first impression, I, honestly. And I, I just, I think similar to Dawn, for some reason, and I don't know why, because I wasn't really like praying as hard as her to meet someone, quote unquote. I, you know, this, let's put it this way. I, for me, and of course, you've already heard, there's a lot of God in our story. I just i just try and like walk each day in what god wants me to do and i just have a feeling that he's gonna he's gonna work everything out that's supposed to work out i guess if, if that makes any sense at all yeah so like i don't think i ever felt any sort of like pressure to be anybody other than myself around her i always felt very comfortable being myself around her number 1 i like to make her laugh cuz she's got a great laugh <laughs> a great laugh especially when she really laughs you know this snort and so i mean my I, I i in a way i just felt i'm you know i'm going to just continue to pursue pursue her and i mean and yeah, this yeah. is an old this is an old fashioned word but we courted yep we did for 2 years wow before we married yes so you know she lived in coral springs i lived in delray we, yep. ne- we never yeah. slept over at each other's house <laughs> or knew. anything like that no we waited yeah, we and waited. that was
1: one of the things now obviously this wasn't the first time we met but i had let richard know that i had you know obviously not a history and i always did it the wrong way and i wanted to do it god's way and on our god in our relationship and so I said, you know, I am waiting for my husband and I'm waiting to get married before, you know, the, that, you know, sex happens. Mm-hmm. And so, and I said to him, listen, I, and I know that's a, like a foreign thing in today's world, but I was, yeah. I did yeah. not, I wanted to honor God. And I said, so if, you, if that's not okay with you, then we need to like not see each other anymore.
2: And what did you say? I said, that's not a problem. I mean, I was, I've been going to a certain church for a long time and I just started like serving and stuff. And I just, you know, really felt called to like, like Dawn said, to honor God in each each area, and each aspect and stuff. And I mean, it, you know, it clearly states that that's the way to go, <clears throat> which she just described. So yeah, we we're, we we're both fine with that.
1: Yeah. Not that it was
0: easy, <laughs> but <laughs> I was going to say, two years. Yeah. So what took so long for the proposal? When did you guys know? Well, the
2: proposal was actually probably about 18 months after we met, not quite. I think after a year or so, we were both thinking that this is something pretty serious. And we also, to see if it was something that was really serious, was we actually took premarital classes at our church.
1: That's huge. I encourage yeah. anybody that's getting married that they take that course, whether it's, you know, in your temple or a church or whatever, right. You know, that's so important to know because you don't want to get married to have to divorce later. That's the worst thing that you can do, you know? And yeah, but I mean, it, it was interesting because the first couple months that we were getting to know each other, my, my, second pair of parents had their 50th wedding anniversary and one of the things was is that he needed to pass my sisters which i call sisters they're not really but they're my sisters in christ and they're the ones that prayed for my christian husband on on this journey of 13 years and so they were like are you gonna invite richard i'm like i don't know should i (laughs) (laughs) I eventually had to meet the posse. Yes, yes. (laughs) And he, man, he showed up. It was at our friend's home, in Parkland. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, he just like jumped in. And they were like, oh, we love him, you know. (laughs) He jumped in to help, you know. And 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 I want to back.
2: they were putting together balloons and yeah. stuff, and I said, mean, you need help.
1: We were decorating, and he was just jumped right in, which I thought was amazing. But I remember when my pa- my parents, my friends were building this house because this house is huge, fourteen thousand square foot house, right? And so when they were building their their house, I was I used to have an alarm company, and I was walking through the house with them designing a security system. And so I said, boy, this would be a great house to, to have a wedding. And they're like, oh, we would love to host your wedding. Mind you, I wasn't even dating anybody at the time, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Just it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was pretty funny. So yeah. So it was he proposed on my birthday in August. And we have this favorite restaurant called Six Tables in Boca right across from Meisner Park and it's literally six tables and oh my god it's an experience you know you're not rushed they literally lock the door you know and it's a, like fine dining one seating yeah, yeah one seating and that's when wow we closed.
0: yeah it was pretty cool it was very cool actually yeah <laughs> wait a long time <laughs> it's really beautiful it's really beautiful very yeah. special yeah you waited a long time for that cool proposal <laughs> Because you and I met, gosh, we were talking about this. Sure, And then you guys got married about six months later? Was that us?
1: Yes. Yes. The, we hit the ground running. Of course, I called my sisters and told them I was engaged. And then they took me to Boca Resort to celebrate, which that, mm. that was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was so nice. And we started Very talking nice. about the wedding, and of course, Richard was like, "Well, we could have the reception at church." I looked at him, I go, "I want to drink champagne. <laughs> you can't do that at our church." So, I said, "I already know where we're going to have the wedding reception," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I wanted a wedding, you know. My dad and mom had waited so long, and you know, I wanted my dad to walk me down the aisle, and. know i had all these people who were like she's waiting for the right guy and i was like you know so that was one of the things for me is it was important to have a wedding so yeah and you know it takes a few months for your dress to come in have fittings and all that kind of stuff and the planning oh my gosh was it can be very stressful let's put it that way yeah Yeah. but it was good because he he took care of his things and i took care of my things and it was a beautiful wedding. I still know I
0: can't believe
1: I'm married and that God brought me him because he's the most amazing man I've ever met.
0: I know every time I see you, you're always thanking God for him. You know, you always like, I'm so blessed that I have you know Richard and everything. And it's so nice to hear that like fourteen years later, you're still yeah. saying that, that you feel yeah. so blessed.
2: I am. Yeah. I, I got the much better half of the deal, believe me, uh, for sure.
1: He just likes my I cooking.
2: Mean, right. That's why we get along. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, we've been very blessed. I mean, the wedding was beautiful. It was, you know, simple but elegant. You know, a lot of people, you know, said some very nice things. We were extremely fortunate to get married by Billy Graham's eldest grandson. He happened to marry us down in Fort Lauderdale. So, I mean, it, uh, you know all of it was just you know beyond really expectations and i mean it's just i think part of the reason too that we get along so well together with the marriage thing is maybe because we met a little later in life possibly so you know we
1: i would agree with that i would agree with that because you go in with your eyes wide open not not looking like, oh, I'm going to change him. No, accept the person for who they are and allow God to change the person if there's change to be made. And I think a lot of women do that. They think, oh, I'm going to change him after we get married. No, what? No. (laughs) They are who they are, love who they are and grow with them.
2: Yeah. And I think the whole thing too, with taking two years, going through the whole premarital thing, you know, gives you an opportunity to kind of see the person, you know, some of these people who, you know, I believe in love at first sight and all that stuff, but some of these people get married, like, oh, you know, 90 days or whatever, yeah. just seems like, wow, because then once you're living together 24-7, then you really get to know the person. So, you know, I'm glad we took our time and did it the way that we did. And I think we also, one of the strongest parts foundationally for our relationship is is the respect we have for each other I respect Mm -hmm. her I mean not just treat her respectfully as a woman but for all of her attributes and I mean you know a businesswoman and uh, smart and beautiful and I mean I just and I respect everything she's done the way she gives back her heart I I mean I could go on and on with all of that stuff which we can do if you'd
0: like (laughs) i mean um, you answered my next question i was gonna say what do you love about her but there you go (laughs) i mean there's a lot (laughs) there's a lot
2: so i mean you know i always joke around as far as like you know i so like i like I don't mind going around and cleaning the house because you don't want me cooking the food. I, this lady's Italian, she, so uh, you know there's no problem there. We all, we, God saw, God saw a fit to fit us together. <laughs> is one way to look at it.
1: I remember the first time I invited him over for dinner and we had, I think wow. we had lasagna and I had a, a, my girlfriend, my other girlfriends who of course wanted to meet him and my parents.
2: I wasn't ready for a big Italian thing. Ooh. No.
1: And both of my girlfriends are Italian. So, you know, when you come to dinner at our house, it's like everybody talks at the same time among, over each other. You're passing. Oh, yeah. food. Right. I, you know, it's nuts. And he, he was, he's
2: yeah, there's like nine or ten people and there's at least three or four conversations, conversations. all at the same time. And I'm from a very quiet, very small quiet. family. <laughs> I was—I don't think I said hardly anything all night. You don't know <laughs> what know. Yeah, it was a bit overwhelming. I've gotten used to her family now. I love her family, all of her family. And it, it, yeah, that was a bit overwhelming. I, yeah. My first experience with a big Italian family. Yeah. <laughs> so, funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And his family
1: is much more quiet than, than my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Bit more reserved. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm not reserved. Listen, I grew up with three brothers. I couldn't be reserved. I had to like speak my voice. you
0: are yeah. <laughs> like, excuse me, I'm here. And I would be loud. And yes. Yeah.
1: And you know me, I'm loud. I'm a typical Italian woman. <laughs> I may not look necessarily that Italian, but I am. <laughs> My dad was first.
0: Exactly. This is so wonderful. Thank you guys so much for sharing your love story and really showing that. I mean, sometimes just waiting for the right person is real. And you never know. You get a second chance at love also, you know, which is really beautiful and how hard that must have been to, you know, grieve this person that you do love and then accept this new love, you know, in your life. And it's really a beautiful thing. So yeah it's wonderful nice that you were able to make space in your heart for two people because that's a hard thing too so
2: yeah i'm just you know beyond blessed is really you know blessed is a great word (laughs) because uh, you know that's the way i feel every day i'm just so grateful and thankful that we're together and i think really wonderful yeah that keeps it going too
1: yeah i agree
2: guys thank
1: you thanks just just for the single all the single ladies out there <laughs> i don't because i'm like but just to really, really just you know look inside yourself first before you step into a relationship and see if there's anything that because you want you want to be whomever you end up marrying you want to be the the right person and a healthy person when you go into a, a relationship and not bring the baggage with you because it's a totally different person. I mean, and and not bring the stuff that hurts because that person doesn't know your hurts, you know? And you wanna come in into a healthy place. And I encourage people to pray and ask God to show them and to bring that right person. And it's not gonna take 13 years, ladies, just chills. Just, you know, whatever your journey is, your journey is. And it takes, if it takes five years or, or tomorrow and that's one thing oh this is this was something because obviously I waited the majority of my life for him and I remember it was not easy it wasn't easy even though you know I knew God was bringing him because through that my prayer was Lord you know if you do not want me to get married take the desire away which he never did so I knew he was coming I just didn't know when But I also remember talking to my girlfriend, Rhonda, and she said to me, and this has stuck with me, the moment she said it to me, she said, Dawn, God can change your life in a moment's notice. And that to me is such a beautiful thing because regardless whether you're married or you're not, you're working on a new business or whatever, God can change your life in a moment's notice. Love
0: that. I by that. So true. Yeah. So true. I think that's wonderful. I think that's really, really a wonderful point that you brought home. Yeah. It's good. Thank you guys. This is wonderful. It was oh, wonderful. And I, I loved hearing so your love so story. For what you're doing. I'm really enjoying it. I get to hear so many really cool stories. And I've noticed with these stories that they all everybody kind of knew it was like almost like at first sight in a way or there was some sort of feeling between two people that that's where I'm kind of finding this common theme in a way I don't know we'll see it might not be the same for everybody but at least like they knew that they were like I like this person or I you know like there's something about this person that intrigues me and that's different yeah kind of cool Very cool to hear how Dawn just knew that Richard was her person and was so aware of that, and to have that faith that knowing that she was going to be marrying the person that she truly belongs with. And Richard being open to receiving that is huge. Um, and then recognizing it and knowing that this is his person, too. Really beautiful love story. And Look forward to sharing more with you all next week with a whole new episode. But if you, in the meantime, if you'd like to check out some videos of the couples and check out their pictures and what they look like, visit me on Instagram at elevate.love.xo. Also, new announcement, videos are being uploaded to YouTube so you guys can subscribe on there and see all the fun videos of these couples and get to know them a little bit better. And if you want more, You can even join the Facebook group at Elevate Love and check out some fun stuff happening in there. I look forward to seeing you all next week for a whole new episode.